Hoodie Talk 860 podcast. It's your boy here, Mally J. I'm here with another episode of the Hoodie Talk 860 podcast. Actually, it's not even Hoodie Talk 860. Hoodie Talk podcast. Hoodie Talk. I took the 860 out, so I got to okay. stop saying that. But what's good, everybody? Welcome back to another weekly episode. I have another special guest for us here today. It took us a while to get here on the pod. A little minute, a little, little minute. A little bit over a month now. I got for us Ahmad Gomez. What up, what up, what up, what up? What's going on, Ahmad? How you feeling today? Feeling good. You know, feeling man, good. listen. Feeling real good, man. Yeah, that's always great to hear. I, I started, I stopped saying, you know, I'm feeling good. I, I try to say I'm doing great. Okay. You know, great. I'm trying to switch the words up because, yeah. you know, that basic word, there'd be people that say, I feel good. And don't. They, yeah, they don't at all, and bro. Don't at all. They, they just be lying. Yeah. Like, <laughs> straight to your face. So I'm trying to get in the habit of saying new words, man. But, man, Ahmad, how's your week been, man? Week been hectic, man. Busy as usual, but yeah. I'm, I can't complain. God is good. God is good all the time, man. It. All the time, man. Yeah, man. So me and Ahmad, we, um, I, I don't know when we connected. Yeah. I don't know when. You know, I'll actually be honest with you. Nobody knows this. Actually, didn't like you for the <laughs> longest time. <laughs> for the longest time in my little childhood, I did not. I don't know why. I just didn't like you. <laughs> like I'm dead serious. That's funny. For some reason, I just I, maybe because I was young and you know you were like the football player and you yeah, were aspiring yeah. to do things and I wasn't. Like I just don't know why I didn't like you. But now I'm like, dude, this 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 guy is like, this guy's amazing, guys. Yeah, like, this guy is doing things in life that a lot of us wish we could do. We actually had like a ten minute conversation in my driveway, yeah, about two weeks ago. And yeah. man, you would have thought, ugh, that that story was incredible. So let's just start from the beginning, Ahmad. Yes, tell us about yourself, where you've been, where you're from, what you do. I'm here, man. I'm from home base, Norwich. Um, born and raised, football, football. Church. You know the. God first, always. Always. Went to school, Central. Okay. Played out there for a little bit. Transferred, went down South, North Carolina. Okay, how was that? Love. You like it? Love, oh, dude, man. I, I love the Carolinas. If you can get to a HBCU or a predominantly uh, black school, man, do it. Do it? Do it. Oh, so so you went to an HBCU? It, was, it wasn't a, it was um, officially an HBCU, but like okay. it was like one of those schools like on the bo- on the border, like trying to become an HBCU. It was a Christian school, truthfully. Oh. It was a tr- Christian school called Chuan University. It's in Murfreesboro, North Carolina. Horrible place. Oh wow, really? Cotton fields. Oh. Yo, crazy. Oh, you were out there using no the country. cell phone service. Oh, my pops dropped me off that my first day out there, and I I watched his car lead a lead his campus like. <laughs> I can't even, you know what I'm saying? I can't even call him and let him like, know, like, yo, I don't want to stay. That movie effect. <laughs> yeah, but, but it was probably the best decision, man. When you when you by yourself, you gotta like mature quick. Yeah, you gotta great point. Fast, you great know what I'm saying? Point. So up the street in Central, that's 30 minutes from the crib. Oh yeah, you anybody come can home. come, come home. I missed this and third. Yeah. I'm 12, 13 hours now. Oh man, so I had to grow up quick. Wow. And and made a man out of me. I so how how many years did you put in uh, down there? I was down there three. Three, okay, not bad. What, what was your uh, major and stuff? Uh, I switched because they didn't have what I was doing at Central, so I got a degree in criminal justice. Not bad, not bad. That's always good. Actually, my sister is doing that. Yeah, she's low key come, becoming a lawyer. I won't say which okay. one. There's like five sisters, so yeah. I won't say which one. But yeah, yeah she's studying uh, criminal good justice. Her, you know, I, I thought about doing that. I used to like law enforcement as mm-hmm. a kid. I always wanted to be a cop. Word. Oh, I, dude, what? If I could pull out my badge and my gun, <laughs> freeze, get on the ground, get on yeah, the ground. Yeah. I was always, but then I had to realize, like, I'm not really helping my people if I did that. 
you know, because like I'm still constricted to you know their way yeah, or yeah, of how to discipline. How Exactly. So I never did it. But man, that is dope, man. Ahmad is uh, a very intelligent guy, man. It's it's so funny because the podcast is like switched angles. Mm-hmm. I was going to do it as like a, like a non-Christian spiritual based type of thing yeah, where yeah. I was just going to come on and BS with people just going to talk. But then I started to realize like, man, there's so many young men that are just like me, mm-hmm. if not more advanced than me, who right, right. who can see in the spirit and, and all that other stuff. So it, it, it's great knowing that uh, you know you're a firmed man of God. Man, listen, this this guy he he's actually one of the very few men who would randomly check up on me. Yeah, man. Randomly, yeah, I mean, man. in times that I'd be like, holy crap, I needed that. Yeah, I, man. I, he he reminded me that I'm still needed. In this area, I'm still needed as a young man. So, so my what what aspires you to, not to turn to God, but fully submit to God. I'll put it that way. Life, <laughs> you know, life will hit you, bro. Yeah. Like, oh, real quick, real, real quick. quick. I mean, so like you said in the beginning, football was my main, was my number one thing, and I realized like I wasn't gonna make it without God, but mm. I was kind of like. I was like pimping them almost, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like I'm using God to get what I need. Don't you love it? But then <laughs> I realized like, hold up, you know what I'm saying? Like I got to mm. like really give myself to this man. And then once I did that, I didn't even care about ball no more. Wow. So I was ready to be done with football. You know what I'm saying? Like really? I was like, you know what, God, like I gave this thing my all. Mm. I, I, I put it all out there. It ain't really working how I wanted it to work. I'm done. I'm going to hang them up like with tears mm. in my eyes type mm. thing and. You know, it was good to be around the prophetic because mm, oh. I made this decision at a gas station. I'm oh. like pumping gas with tears in my eyes. I got, I'm Ooh. done. I gave up. And I got a phone call from my uncle, Pastor Devin. Oh, yeah. He says, he says yo, uh, Lord just told me to call you, man. You're not done. Don't give up yet. Like oh, right wow. then and there, I said, oh, man. And wow. the journey I've been on since then. It's amazing. It's amazing, man. So like that fully, when you fully give yourself to guys, like now he could trust you more. Mm. You know what I mean? And when he can trust you, there's no limits to what and no what limits. you will and will, will accomplish. So as a as an athlete, and uh, I know I'm not the only one who's battled with this as a man of God and an athlete, don't mm-hmm. you feel like it's almost like one or the other? Because like as an athlete, like let's say we'll go play ball down at Stanton or right. something. Like we're balling and you know, everybody's cussing, yeah, everybody's yeah, cracking yeah, jokes, yeah, yeah. But, but you the man of God. Right. So you got so you're like, dang, do I do I indulge in this? Do yeah. I not? And honestly, I stopped playing basketball. I haven't played basketball really in like the past three years. Mm-hmm. Cause like every time I went to go play, I just the anger. Mm-hmm. The anger I'd get, the frustration I'd mm-hmm. get. The person that I that I was becoming playing right. basketball, talking right. to people in nasty ways and you know, talking about their mamas yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, it gets the like, ball is deep. Ugly. Ball gets deep. It's ugly. And, and as a man of God, I'm like yo i can't do this no more Mm -hmm. and i think as a child this is why this is why i made the podcast because i really i really um i have coach lamar michaels Mm -hmm. he's coming on in december to talk about uh, mental health and Mm -hmm. and the athlete and i think if a lot of us young men who who carry god in our pocket Mm -hmm. just put god on our jersey we can go like beyond the imagination like that's why i love the warriors because uh steve kerr they have Mm -hmm. they have uh they have like a chapel inside the arena yeah yeah and man, look at the team. Look at Steph, bro. Oh, out of control. <laughs> this guy's throwing up anything he wants, dancing you know on saying? the court, and it's going in. So I think when athletes take that 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 piece of God out of their pocket, like I said, and just mm-hmm. throw it on your jersey. Like, don't be afraid to flex it. Right. And I think the biggest uh, 
like that little controversial thing of like sports is a uh, competitive and it's aggressive yeah. and it's, yeah. it's, it's yeah. violent, especially football. You know what I'm saying? So oh, like, yeah. I'm not out here to be nobody's friend. Mm. So like, how can I display Christ and I'm trying to hurt you at the yeah, same the time? Yeah, the aggression. It's, 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 mm. it's tough to juggle, but what what helped me realize, what helped me in it was that once I learned that God accepts me for me, Mm. And, and loves me for who I am. Mm. I stopped focusing on what I was messing up on, and then His love. So now, although I am still like before, it was like uncontrollable. Like I couldn't really control myself. Like mm. that aggression, that mindset, that that my mouth, especially. <laughs> you know what I'm so saying? bad, it gets so ugly. It, it was uncontrollable. <laughs> but then once I started like really diving into the Word, getting closer to God, it was more about like. It's still there, but it's a switch almost. Mm. Like it don't I don't go to certain levels no more. You know, I keep okay. it I can keep okay. it in within a certain frame, mm -hmm. but I'm still that same aggressive guy. I'm oh, yeah. I still got that, you know what I mean, to me. But at the end of the game, or even before the game, I could still like dap you up, like, yo, bro, what's going on? Like great mm. game today. You know what I mean? Before I was carrying it, like after the game we lose and you was talking crazy, now we wanna oh, fight. Oh you yeah, know what we're I'm in saying? the parking lot. We're like, in the parking you know lot. So, <laughs> that balance, it, but it only came after understanding like, yo, he loved me for me. You know what I mean? And that love right there, that that kind of love will push you through anything. You know what I'm saying? It'll get love, you through. Man, love, man. It'll get you through. It'll get wow. you through for sure. But that is a tough balance, especially, like you said, that mental aspect. Like, yeah. Your, your mind go to places. You your, don't want to go. Your mind go to places, man. You shouldn't go. And yeah. I got a brother, my oldest brother, Terry. Terry Williams, he is antagonist number one. Oh like, wow really what like he knows how to push everybody's button oh, yeah. away like so i remember my first time cussing him out like <laughs> eight or nine you know what i mean like eight or nine years old oh wow ready to kill this man ready to get him huh kill him and that's like i kind of carried it up until now so like i said like now it's a little more controlled but you know, it's, it's still something I'm working on. I, mm. I'm a work in progress like anybody oh, else. Like anybody else, man. I, I, my One of my favorite verses is, know no man by the flesh. Mm. And, I, and I, oh, I, <laughs> I stick that in my mind so much because yeah. I have to realize the same way I'm flesh and bones, you're flesh and mm -hmm. bones. The same way you may be provoked to anger, I'm provoked to, to anger. anger. Like, yeah, like, man. I, we're the same exact thing. It's just all about, especially now in this day and age, uh, I call it the cancel culture, the be offended culture. It, yeah, it, it, it could get so bad, man. Yeah, but, man. you know, I, I totally get as an athlete, man, these, we need help. Yeah. We we need help. And, I, and I'm liking it. Like you, you mentioned Steph. Like Steph didn't run with Nike because they wouldn't let him put a verse on a sneaker. Mm. I actually did not know that. Yeah, man, that's why he was Under Armour because Steph oh. was, you know, Steph stock went up crazy. But there, there's a lot of people out there that's in the gospel, and it's just they're not even a little more of a platform. Or like I see a little bit more now, you know, mm. with social media, you might see this person giving glory or this mm. person, you know, praising God for that. But I think there's even more out there. There's more to pull from. More, yeah, more people out there with a bigger voice than you know, our voices or whatever that yeah. really are sold out for Christ, but yeah, might not get the same publicity. It might not get the same attention as it, mm. as other things should. Yeah. That, especially in, uh, we're, we're going to, we're going to come off the, the big athletes. We're going to talk about Norwich, the Rose city itself. Oh yeah. We get no recognition. None. Man. None. Like I, I don't, I don't really think NFA, New London, I don't think their games were broadcasted this Thanksgiving. Yo, this city, man, this region, it's, there's no, you know what the real problem is personally, but I think, mm. 
I think there's too much jealousy and too much division out here. Like mm. nobody really like so like you might have and it's political. It's so <laughs> political. You know what I mean? So like you got uh. you got you got talent, but because you're not this person or you're not that person, or you're not, not gonna get a chance to Or you're not connected to something. You Most of the time saying? it comes down to being connected and around then here. Especially like Oh, it's political out here, man. And then there's jealousy in it. And then they be grudges. So, mm. like, dudes don't like my pops. So then they don't like me. And oh. this, and it's all intertwined. Or I like they kid. And so I got to get they brother. You know what I mean? Uh. It's, it's so much. It's so intricate out here, man. So mm. it it's really hurts the kids. Like, and, and it hurts the kids to a point. So, like, I be, like A.J. Dillon, for example, mm-hmm. he's in the Packers. I didn't understand when he left New London the first time, but I'm mm-hmm. so happy he. Not that New London was bad, but he got out and you know, he mm. went somewhere and made a name for himself. And I mean, if you're not gonna get it here, go get it somewhere else. else. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, but like, yeah. we gotta we gotta do something out here, man. Yeah. We gotta fix this little oh, broken definitely. thing. Do me one favor, take the bottom right here, yeah, and just push it up. Yeah, just like that. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> but um, no, you're you're totally right, and and I think just like with the AJ Dillon guy. Um, I, cause I always see him on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Everybody's always posting him. I remember I, I had a conversation with, with the unknown person. I can't say his name, but, uh, he's a pretty big, big athlete. Mm-hmm. And he, he, did, he was playing pro football and everything. And, uh, one of his mentors was talking to me and he said, yo, I, t- I told this kid, man, out of everybody in this town of Norwich that you decided to come back to from the pros and stuff, you're the only one that could say, I can go try out for the Steelers right now. Mm. I can go try out for the Broncos right now. Like, mm-hmm. you're the only one who can say, I can go overseas mm-hmm. and try. Nobody else in your circle can say, mm-hmm. I can go try out and make millions and billions. Mm-hmm. So, like, what are you doing back here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think, you know, I, I don't know if 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 as a town we become so comfortable in the struggle that we just want to automatically come back to it Mm -hmm. or if it's just like that mind like you said it start the community starts with the kids Mm -hmm. especially the athletic kids Mm -hmm. because we're we're, you know athletics academics are are probably only three ways uh, and maybe social media uh, outlets are the only ways you can make it out Mm -hmm. especially nowadays athletics is hard because everybody wants Mm -hmm. to play a sport everybody wants to be big uh what's What's that? Uh, what's that website where they record your film? Huddle. Huddle. Everybody yeah. wants to be on Huddle. Yeah, you know, yeah. everybody wants to do that. But you're, we're in such a small town, such yeah. a small space. You know, you go out towards the prep schools and towards mm-hmm. Hartford. Those guys are like, they're like superstars out there. Yeah. Uh, Andre Andre Drummond. Yeah, he, yeah. He he was in one of them. So right. I think it really comes down. The kids are the community, and I think as a community, if we really start to build the kids' mindsets that like, yo. After after practice, you don't have to go sit down and hang out with the boys to smoke weed. Like, mm-hmm. go do your homework. Right, <laughs> right. I think that like, well, two things you said. I, there's this thing I call it like hood love, mm. and oh. hood love is like hood the most love. contagious. <sighs> it's one of the most contagious Man. feelings you could get. Like, because we all, in one way or another, look for love in different things. So when we get outside of like this region and we make it and now the hood is loving it we want to come back and embrace it you know what i'm saying but on the back end it sucks you back in and now you staying so then in the first few years you was this big guy everybody was loving you and then three years later you was like oh that's just what's his name you know i mean he had his little run but so you gotta fight that hood love i've seen it i've seen it get many people man it's like it's dangerous. It's not even athletics either. It's, it's literally anything. anything. It's literally anything. It's anything. You do well in anything and leave, 
you're going to get a little buzz back home. And that love that you wasn't even getting when you was home, you leave, you get it. And now you get sucked back. You get in the love and then then it dissipates. And now it's that. But here's the battle, though, because if you don't come back, now they're going to feel like, oh, they forgot us. He's going to do that about us. Yeah, man, it's it's entrapping. It traps you. See, if there's one athlete I I truly do respect and I hope to get on here very soon, it it would be Chris Dunn because, you know, they have Chris Dunn Day before uh, school. He comes down and he he does the backpacks Mm -hmm. and the the school stuff. And and that's something you don't see out of any athlete. Now, most of our athletes, they come from New New London. Mm -hmm. Most of them, you know, they go to the MLB. I think NFA has a couple MLB players. Yeah. Not too sure, but uh, between New London and NFA, that's the majority where our, our pro athletes come from. And nobody comes back. Right. Nobody. And I think that – I don't know what that's about, man. I got a buddy in, in in Florida. When I went out to Florida, I was training, and I stayed with him, and he started a nonprofit. Mm. And he was a regular – you know, not I want to say regular, but he went to college and played ball. Like, that's mm. a big step. You know what I mean? A wow. lot of people don't do that. But he went back, and then he started a little – thing called vision 31 Mm. and every saturday he would do something free for the kids just football stuff just run run around bring them out and it grew and it grew to this point where now this is like this big thing out in miami and it's just giving back wasn't looking for nothing having a good heart and like so when i see other guys and and i that even like i told him i was like yo bro you're inspiring me like you're Mm. you're you're motivating me to do something like this i Mm. i should have been did something like this you know Uh. what i mean but that wasn't where my thought process was. Yeah. So it might slip some people's mind, and then other people just might be on some, like, I'm too busy, I don't got time. I you know, they time. get above themselves a little bit. Mm. I don't like the arrogant, you know what I mean? <sighs> I can't I can't deal with too much arrogance. <sighs> because you, you grew up here, and we was looking for the same thing when we was kids. We was eating the same food. You know what I'm saying? We was <laughs> hoping, like, yo, when, when Jordan Reed went to the NFL from New London, I'm a freshman. You know what I mean? Hearing about Jordan, he coming back. I want to mm. meet him. You know what I mean? Mm. I want to see who this guy is. He made it. So if we making it out here, whoever that may be, show love. Show Whoever love. it is. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's baseballs. Uh, I know there's some, what, uh, I think there was a guy who went and did NHL. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I, um, I think so, too. I think I heard about that not too long ago. Uh, basketball, football. Oh, definitely got football and basketball. Definitely. Whoever. You know what I mean? Mm. And then even, so I was, th- we was talking about that little conversation in the driveway. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's like sports is slim. It's hard to get into that professional bracket. It's like one in a hundred. One in a thousand. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's bad. Fifty three guys on a football roster. There's fifteen on the NBA roster. <sighs> and there's millions of people trying. It's hard. So like when I think about nonprofits, I'm like, yo, how can we get business minded youngins? Mm. How can we get entrepreneurs? How can we get real estate agents? How can yeah. we get brokers? How yeah. can we get Whatever that uh, digital media, yeah, and I think there's so much more opportunity in those fields if we could push it and and give the love like we do to the athletes and the mm. hustlers, then we Watch might be able now. to make Watch something. Out, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we might be able to do something. So, so that that's a great point because when we're when we're brought up in high school, we're not told that hey, you can be a real estate agent and make it big. Huge. We're not told that hey, you can yeah. go buy a block on Norwich and blow up. Mm-hmm. We're not we're not told that. All we're told is yo, hit the books, mm-hmm. apply for this college. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're an athlete. Oh, do great. Mm-hmm. Get your huddle together. Do everything. Mm-hmm. And then when we walk that stage, okay, see you later. Boop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like right. And then the coaches they'll tell you that it's it's like 
they tell you, but they don't guide you. So, like, mm. it's one thing to be told, like, yo, it's hard to make it. You need to have a backup plan. But to never guide me towards the direction of a backup plan, I don't know what's out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm 26 now, and I'm starting to learn a little bit. Like, yeah. all right, this is a little, I could fit yeah. here, I could fit there, I could make this. Yeah. Work. But at a young age, if you can instill that early. You can catch that. Woo, if you catch that at 19, woo. you dangerous. By 23, woo. 24, you dangerous. Woo. You leave the girls, the weed, and all that alone, and you just catch that one thing. Yo, there's a there's a lot of distractions out there, but man. if you could stay kingdom-minded and focused. Focused. Oh, man, don't, don't get me started on focus. Focus, that, yo. That's focus, my, my word. That's been my, oh, my God. That was, <laughs> that's oh, been my, my word. goodness. That's oh. been my word, like that focus. You got to have it. Life is all about focus. That's it. And you have to be focused in Every area. If your focus is off, and what if you ain't paying your car mm-hmm. insurance, but you paying your car note, your focus is off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo, like, that it's off. Focus is everything. So like, I'm starting to learn because you know I left my job. I started my own little thing now, and I'm learning how much time I actually have on my hands. Mm. Like, if I would just put the phone down, don't get don't, don't get caught up on Instagram for two hours. Mm. Don't watch this Netflix series this today, and just dedicate time to time this read study. All right, now I talk to this person. You have so much time on your hands. You probably don't, don't even, even realize. Don't how much even time. know it. Don't you know even what know I'm it. Saying? Don't even know it. But if you could just focus and and have a direction, have like a purpose, a passion, and a plan. You, purpose, you passion, and plan. Dangerous. Y'all heard that, bro? It's you're so right. So what I did was a couple couple months ago. Mm-hmm. You know the iPhone they have uh they have screen time and it shows you yeah. what, what apps. I looked at that and I was like. Holy crap! Mm-hmm. Like I spend my the majority of my time. I'm I'm a YouTube guy. I, I believe YouTube is the new college. So yeah, I'm, yeah, I am, yeah. I'm always on YouTube. I'm <laughs> I literally everything we're doing now. I learned, learned on YouTube. YouTube. So Word. like I'm always on YouTube. Then I realize like, dang man, you on Snapchat a lot. Mm-hmm. Dang man, you scrolling through Facebook a lot. Dang man, you on ESPN a lot. Right? Like, what are you doing? So then I said, you know what? I'm just about to just buy books. Mm-hmm. I'm about to just buy books, buy mm-hmm. books. And that's when I started to put the phone down. Man, I'll read for like an hour straight. Be all right. I used mm-hmm. to read and, and fall asleep. Now, yeah. now I want to read. Now, now you want to get. Now I'm at work. I'm, I'm rushing yeah. through my work just to go read a book. And, mm-hmm. and man, I have said on the podcast many times: if you want to hide something from the black person, you put it in a book. Put it in a book, man. <laughs> and that that's that's facts. Like, there's so much information out there, and there's like there's like what's those. Uh, Whatever for dummies, you know. Oh, what I'm saying? oh, oh, like uh, how to make a podcast for dummies. for dummies. Oh my god, right? those are the most informational books. Simple joints, <laughs> like, and then you learn it. So, like, even YouTube, like, you started your podcast with with learning the stuff off of YouTube. Yeah, I did pressure washing, learning from YouTube. Just picked it up. All right, let me go to Home Depot. Let me let me rent one oh, for a couple wow. hours. Try it out real quick. All right, this is how you do this. This is how you mess this up. Practice again. All right, let me go buy a pressure. So, what washing. made you get into that? Talk talk about that for a second. Let us pressure know about washing? that. Yeah. That was just, that was just, I'm a visionary, man. And yeah. I didn't, I don't care about pressure washing. <laughs> pressure washing is just income to support the next thing. Talk that talk. And you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> one thing that I'm learning now, bro, like, like, and this is why all the viewers out there, y'all got to get with God. Like, mm. God knows you. He crafted you. He made you. Most high. So he knows what you're capable of. He knows all of that. So, like, one thing I'm learning now, like, I'm shifting in season to, like, my thoughts got to be more kingdom minded, right? Mm. And kingdom minded doesn't necessarily mean just God, but like king. Mm. So if I'm sitting, I preached the other day, if you're sitting on the floor or you're sitting in the street, you can only see down the street. But when you elevate your aerial, your perspective changes. So oh, I'm yeah. sitting here, I'm like, okay, God, I'm trying to get this property. I'm trying to get Whoa. this over here. I'm trying to start this business. I'm working this job. 
this is only taking care of my bills. I need a side hustle. And I'm going to put this money up just to, just to front this. So I did that, and it was okay. But then he let me go from this place, so now the my side hustle became my hustle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But what I'm learning even again in this kingdom minded is I don't necessarily need the money. I need that connection because that connection is going to take me. So do me a favor. Talk, talk about what happened in Texas. Okay. So the Texas thing, right? So I was working at this job. I was working at this job that I just left for a minute and it was stressful. I was I kept asking God, like, yo, yeah. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. He kept telling me no. And for all y'all who be like, God not hearing me, he hearing you. You just might not like the answer. <laughs> but uh, he kept telling me no, no, no. So I had a dream, and he in the, in the dream, he told me, when you get back from Dallas, you don't need to work no more. Hmm. I said, all right. So I put in my two weeks early. Me and my fiance went out to Dallas, went to go see Chandler Moore, Maverick City. Yeah. Um, the day of the concert, Saturday morning, I get a text from, uh, mind you, I had already left the job. Yeah. I get a text from a real estate agent. He said, yo, I heard that you started a, a pressure washing business. I got plenty of work for you. Hmm. So I'm stressing, mind you, because this whole time I'm like, God, like, all right, I'm going to leave, but how how are we going to make ends meet? I got a crib. I got a car. I got this. Yeah. And he came through. Man, my first job was in Watch. I can't even tell you how much money that was. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, Watch Rhode Island. Like, I was just like, wow, God, like, I got to trust you. You know what I mean? And yeah. after that, met another person, met another person. Now, all of a sudden... I got a job. I got to hire somebody to work with me. Like this <laughs> thing, I got to catch up to it. Wow. You know what I mean? So, man, God got to do it for you, man. Wow, man. You know, I I, made, I was actually talking to my girl last night about mm-hmm. about just leaping. Like, <sighs> just jump, dude. Yeah. Jump. It, it reminds me of, like, the Olympics when they do, like, the swimming. Mm-hmm. And they're on them high. Boy, mm-hmm. dude, first of all, you didn't get my black tail up there. But I, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can't swim at it. Is. <laughs> I'm not, but, like, you, you're so high. You don't know if you hit that water. You don't know if you're going to pop your eye socket. Mm-hmm. You, don't, you don't know what the heck. You could, you could, pass, you could possibly yeah. die. You could. You hit that water. But, but it's all about, oh, I love this. It's all about what you do in the air. Mm-hmm. It, all, it, it all comes down to what you do from the point of where you were jumping off from mm-hmm. and the point of where you want to go. It's, it's that time yeah. in between. And the time. Is short. Yeah. <laughs> that time yeah. is really, really. It's all about that time mm-hmm. to trust. Your, trust that your body is in the right motion, and trust mm-hmm. that your mind is in the right state. And so, when you leaping, that was just you trusting, bro. That was yeah, just, that was just you dangling the air, just trusting that yeah, when man. you hit it, you hit the water, but you come back up, mm-hmm. knowing that you made it. Man. That's love, that, and that. that timing is short, but like. That's life. You know, you mm. get a window of a moment. A lot of the times it comes in like a window, like God would be like, say something, or you'll feel it. Sometimes, you know what I mean? You might not know it or whatever, but you just feel inside, like, I got to go do this. That gut feeling. Yo, you got to go. That's the that gut. window is open for you at that time. And and they're going to see some people around you be like, you know, that's impossible. You can't do this. Mm. Like, it's fine if you think that, but don't distract me from getting it done. You see what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to get it done, whether you think so or not. Don't <laughs> in the way. You know what I mean? Like, whoa. I don't got no feelings against you. And while I'm there, mm. one little thing. Hit it. I said this last Sunday when I was talking. Um, you got to be slow with cutting people off. Okay. Slow down with it. Because a lot of times, God uses your enemies as a footstool. Mm. So if you keep kicking your footstool over, how are you going to get up? How are you going to level up to the next one? So what I'm learning in business, right? I'm learning people talking to me a little sideways. But I can't. I can't just cut you out. You know what I mean? Mm. You're, you're, I help you. You help me. And this is when you talked about earlier is cancel culture, getting fragile. You yeah. got to have tougher skin. Yeah. You know what I mean? We got oh, so yeah. comfortable with, I don't need you. I'll do it myself. Nah, mm. you really, like, somebody needs you in this world. 
So you're going to need somebody. You know what I'm saying? And you're going to have to make those relationships. So, like, slow down. Hold up. I know they, I know they said something crazy. I mm. know you was about to slap them. <laughs> Take a breath. Hold on. Now, there's obviously a limit. You got to have your wisdom. Yeah. But move a little slower. You know what I mean? Have And, and have that wisdom to think, like, all right, if I don't do this with this, what comes about it? Like, how do mm. I move around this? Can I set this up? Am I supposed to work with this person? Can I just bear this burden mm. until we break through and this, I can, uh, you know what I'm saying? So, like, the one thing I'm learning now is, like, yo, slow down. Mm. Slow down. Don't just don't just be so quick to move off of somebody because <laughs> God going to use them to help you. Mm. You even know, if they don't like you. You know, it's funny. I, I'm, I was the total opposite. I'm the quick cutter. Yeah. Oh, I'm the scissors. I'm the <laughs> scissor and the ribbon. Oh, man, you do. So, so bad. I will, I'll take that back. Now I'm not. Now I'm very, um. I, I can sympathize with you. I'm mm-hmm. empathetic now. You know, like now I, I we're humans. Now I understand mm-hmm. like we're humans. But, but like three, four, or five years ago, mm-hmm. man, oh, you do something wrong, snip. Yeah, right, see you later. I could do it without. I, like, but now I'm starting to realize, like, you know, man, although, uh, like you said, that wrinkle of time, you was pissing me off. You mm-hmm. was saying something I didn't like. But then I realized the the long term effect. I was like, but, but you helped me do this. You helped yeah. Me do that. And and then then I really learned communicate, <sighs> communicate. <sighs> And as a man, that's hard, bro. It's hard. So I, <laughs> I was listening to a podcast, and uh, it's called Breaking the Machine Podcast. And they were talking about how our masculinity just gets in the way. Yeah, like, man. It just gets in the way. And they were like, yo, if you tap into that feminine side of your brain, mm-hmm. like just tap. You ain't got to be full full out, you know, yeah, yeah. flamboyant with yeah, it. Yeah. But the, just tap into that that feminine emotional side of you. Mm-hmm. So, like, let's say me and you got beef. Mm-hmm. Most of the times, we're going to act hard around each other. Mm-hmm. I, I see you in Walmart. I'm if I if I'm strapped up, I may <laughs> yeah, yeah. I may flash my hip like yo, what's good? But then, but all you really got to do is just say yo, let's have a conversation. If yeah. you if you come at me with that feminine energy, you can't come back at me with that masculine mm-hmm. energy because it doesn't match. Mm-hmm. Now now you look like the awful bad person. Mm-hmm. Now, now you look awful. So I think I think what really needs to happen is like we just got to tone down that 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 masculinity, yeah, man. man. Tone it down. That's that's and communicate that communicate <laughs> that word, man. Like and one of the biggest things is the uh, the point of views. Yeah. So it's like a lot of the time, you know, me and you got an issue. Yeah. It's not that your point of view is wrong or my point of view is wrong. Just different. But they're just different. They're just clashing. Different. So we could step, if like if we could step, you know, laterally and then look at our problems from this perspective, I could be like, all right, I see what you're saying, mm. but this is how it's affected me. And then you could be like, all right, I see what you're saying, but this is how it's affected me. And we could find a common ground. Oh, you know, it's funny. I, I heard somebody, I, there was a lady preaching at my church last Sunday. Yeah. And she said, if, if the goal is let's say the goal is the camera yeah you go left uh-huh. i go right we're still going mm. to meet at the, at the camera, camera although yeah, we went different directions that's good so i mean i think it really comes down like you said that 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 mindset of mm-hmm. like yo this is how you feel this is how i feel but our end goal is a good relationship yeah yeah so how can we make sure you may go left i may go right but right. we still have to meet right. in the end man right that, oh such and that's a part of that point. not cutting people off because you know what i'm saying like i learned like this revelation and everything man i was uh i did a video right uh video will be coming soon real soon out there and i learned that um there's a cameraman Mm -hmm. and then there's a man who holds the wires yeah yeah so like the cameraman can only move as good as the guy who holds the wires you see Uh, what i'm saying uh, so it's uh. like in that role you might think is insignificant but if that camera, he starts tripping on his wires, and this is why, so when you say, like, you know, you're coming one way, I'm coming another way, the cameraman 
I mean, the man with the wires, he's a little bit behind. He's 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 snaking as mm. the guy's going forward because he doesn't know where his next shot might come from. But it's all combined. It's all working together. So, like, you're coming from here. I'm coming from there. We're meeting at the same place. We're doing it differently. Wow. It's important, man. This, you got to... Yeah, we need people. I like that analogy we need people. with the, the man holding. If you like, if you watch the NBA, you you, you see it all the time. You see it all you the see time. It all you the see time. a perfect example. All he, the time. He runs out real fast to do it, and he slows down. He's got the court. coming back. He's going back and forth. Yeah, when they do the interviews court. on the court, oh, that perfect. Perfect. You're just as good as the man behind you. Come on. And let that be a staple for you. Like Come on. you're just as good as the man Come behind on. you. <laughs> yeah, I like that though. Like I learned. I'm sure you learned it as well because mm. you. He been in the limelight. Oh. He he started out this podcast saying anything like me, but I always looked up to him in a sense. Like he was like, as far as like uh, ministry went, he was like oh, up uh, here. Well, you know what I'm saying? I'm just top. this little wild running around kid. I don't know no better. But <laughs> this man hearing from God at like seven six, like yeah, I'm just hearing the stories like oh Malachi, 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 Malachi on the piano, Malachi this, Malachi that. So, <laughs> but not nah, um, the man like you're only as important as the. Dang, you're only man as important as the man behind you. you. But as far as you being on, on a high pedestal at such an age, you got to learn how to also play the back. Oh, yeah, you know I, what I'm saying? That was my downfall. So that was my downfall. When I, you, I didn't know how to. I didn't know how to reach. Oh, it's the 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 king, the kingdom, the being the king. Yeah. I wasn't. I was so accustomed to, to looking high mm-hmm. and then uh, being high and then looking so low that I never realized what it felt like to be low. Mm-hmm. I never knew, and that's a perfect example of why Christ came down to the earth because yeah. God, God is so high. He's yeah. so high. He doesn't know how we feel. He doesn't know how we get upset. How we get mm-hmm. depressed. How we get anxiety. How we get how, how our hormones kick. Yeah. We may get a little horny. He don't yeah, know how yeah. we feel. So he had to make he had to make a man in his own image to come mm-hmm. down come and be down, like, like, yo, listen, that. this is how this okay. Now I can fix this. And so that's exactly what happened to me. I would like you said, I was so high in ministry and, and I, I could I had the ear so well and I you know and another thing that was like not my downfall, but mm-hmm. that didn't help at all was that I was just I'm just so accurate. Like mm. like like I'm just so I always tell people, if I tell you there's a TV in your backyard and you go home and there's no TV to call the cops because someone stole your TV. Mm. Like that that's how that's how confident mm-hmm. that, that I was in that that I wasn't the Holy Ghost. That's mm-hmm. how confident I was. And that's how confident I still am. But it became my downfall because I never understood what it felt like to be so low. <sighs> and the minute I got that low, mm-hmm. I was like, holy crap. Right. This is really what it feels like. And right. now now I'm being prophesied at like I'm yeah, some yeah. wet dog. <laughs> so now they're like, oh yeah, you gotta get it together. Man. Yeah, yeah, you gotta do this. And now I'm like Oh, this is what that felt like. Yeah. Oh, this is why I don't want to come back Sunday. Yeah. I was like, this is why my girl doesn't want to go to church. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. Yeah, you learn. get it. Yeah. And, and and that's why I love this podcast because I always ask God to 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 put me in a direction where I can reach my peers. Mm-hmm. I, so being in the church, I was only able to reach those who were probably like 25 to 40 mm-hmm. because they're seasoned they've been mm-hmm. in church for so long i was never able to reach this, this person at the same age as me mm-hmm. and i was really never able to reach the person who's never stepped foot in the church mm-hmm. and i'm talking about god the holy spirit the prophetic and all this stuff and they're like yo what's that mm-hmm. like, and you look crazy yeah <laughs> yeah like you really look crazy but yeah. then i realized like yo just act normal, bro. <laughs> just be human. Yeah. Like you ain't got to be this superhero you exactly. think you are. Exactly. And, and once I start to learn that, and then I gain respect for mm-hmm. my peers because I was always, you know, I was always getting bashed. I'll never forget this girl threw me on the. Uh, she just she just threw my name out there. I was on the bus one day. Mm-hmm. She was like, 
Mally just messed with so and so. I'm in like seventh grade, mind you. Mm-hmm. I'm in like seventh grade. Mally did this, he did that. And I'm on the back of the bus with the with the backpack over my head because I'm ashamed mm-hmm. that like, yo, my secrets just came out. And mm-hmm. my biggest thing was was my reputation back in the day. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had to make sure my reputation was spot yeah. on. Like you couldn't find it. and Pastor Dev actually told me he was like, Yo, that's one reason why these cats can't touch you because your reputation is just mm-hmm. so clean and so pure. Yeah. And once I started to mess that up, that's when I realized, like, yo, I'm only as good as the man behind me. Mm. And if I don't have the men and the and the, and the woman and the children and, and, mm. and those behind me holding my wire, mm-hmm. like you said, being that snake of, mm-hmm. of going through what I can't go. Oh, think about this. The cameraman, can o- he only has one view. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's constricted to one eyeball. He only has one view. Yeah. But the person with the snake and the person with, with the wire behind him, mm-hmm. he sees the whole entire field. I'd never seen the whole entire field. Mm-hmm. So until I became that cameraman in the back mm-hmm. that's when i was like man yeah man this is what life is and it's powerful because it, you you learn like I, I i've been my life been a little like mm. this so like in some <laughs> areas i'm real high some areas i'm real low but mm. i got comfortable you know like that a base and a bound thing like i got mm. comfortable like i can be the leader no problem i can mm. step in a room and and run whatever oh needs yeah to be you ran. know the room yeah but I could also sit back and be like, all right, what needs to be done? I could mm. take those orders. So I remember I went and worked at the casino. I had just finished. I was teaching. Perfect example. I was teaching. Mm. I'm, I'm constructing the classroom. You know yeah, what I mean? And, yeah. and one thing I don't, I don't really tolerate uh, disrespect that well. Like I can't, I can't <laughs> you know, get with like it. it. So uh, being young, I'm 20, whatever at the time, 23, 24 from freshman college. They didn't know I had a degree in the school. So I was like a para mm. and they kept trying to treat me wrong. I'm like, yo, stop doing that. Like, and we had to go back. I was in the meeting with the union like four or five times, principal, everybody, like wow. several meetings. Cause I'm just like, I'm not going for that. Mm. Not even in a disrespectful way. Then they found out I had a degree. I became like a, a teacher, like a, like a permanent long-term sub teacher, whatever. I left there and I was a janitor mm. at the casino and I'm dealing with all these rich people. You got the, you got the car shows coming through. Uh-huh. You got the FBI coming through. You got Thai tech companies yeah. coming through. And they're looking at me like, all right, we want the chairs like this. Make sure there's no nothing on the floor. Da, da, yeah. da, da. And like, and now I'm on the bathroom. People pissing all on the floor. Oh, yeah. I'm scraping the bathroom. But like the Lord told me, there's a, there's a verse. And he was like, you don't work. You worked unto the Lord, not for man. Yeah. And that humbled me. So like mm. I'm in the bathroom on my knees. Like, God, I know I could I could run the casino if I really needed to. You <laughs> know what I mean? But like I'm a janitor right now and it helped me to like now, I don't care. You know what I mean? Mm. Like you give me you like it's like the kingdom in the palace. You the king, but if you see something on the floor, you don't call somebody to come get it, just pick it up, throw it in the trash. That's a real king. You know what I mean? Mm. So learning how to be both, learning how to be in the front, learn how to be in the back, learn how to play the middle. You got to, it, it's all, it's all valuable. And that's what's wrong with, that's, well, that's another thing that's kind of wrong with our, the era we're in now is like, everybody wants to be that king. <laughs> like no one wants to pick up the tissue on the floor that they, that they keep walking by. They can't even, they don't even know how to be a king. <laughs> that's the worst part. They just see everybody like, oh, that looks cool. They get up there. Yo, a lot of people are not built for the front. A lot of people ain't built for the front. They ain't built to be the cameraman. They ain't, they ain't built for it. You know what I mean? But you it's not glorified being the, being the, yeah, but that, I, I blame that on the cameraman. The cameraman, after every time he goes out, thank you for picking up those cords. I couldn't do this without you. Let him know his value. Yeah. Give him his, give him his flowers. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, let him know, like, yo, if I trip on these wires, that's you. That's not me. So I need you as much as you need me. <sighs> Come on. We got to work together. 
And then we can create a, a great movie. Not just bashing and yelling and cussing them out. Not just flipping out on me. Oh, come on, man. Da, 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 nah. Firing them. <laughs> you know what I mean? And now when he gets his when he gets his award at the show, yo, I want to thank everybody. You know, I, I was a great cameraman this year, but I couldn't have done it without. And that's all they need. That's all Sometimes they need. that's all they need. They, don't want, you the ca- they don't want the camera. You know they don't I mean? want the camera. They can't really handle the camera. <laughs> okay. the, you know what I'm saying? Some people just can't handle can't that. Can't handle that weight. That's no. a lot of weight. It's a lot of weight. It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. Them shots got to be clean. <sighs> and they not going. And the other thing people don't realize is the wire man, he, he's responsible for the wires. But if it's not a good shot, they blaming the cameraman. Mm. Everybody, can you handle the pressure of being a cameraman? You want to be. <sighs> Praised as the cameraman, uh, can you handle the can downfall? That, oh, can you handle Come that on. blame and then not blame somebody and then, else and then take it and fix it and take it? <laughs> Come on, like, wow! Ain't built for that, people be people be melting, <laughs> melting <laughs> under pressure. They just crumble. Oh, my anxiety, yeah. my depression, everything and everything. Oh, man, and ugh. I don't want to talk about anything. that. I can't yeah. even talk about that. <laughs> everything and anything, they melt. And but the but the thing is, is like, when are you going to get back up and be solid? Come on. When? How many times are you going to melt? Come on. How many years are you going to melt? Mm-hmm. Oh, school was too much. Mm-hmm. This, this job was too much. The family was too, too much. much. Having a kid was too much. Come like, on. When are you going to get up and do? And do it. I think the one of the best things, I was down south, and I had I had hurt my knee, and I kind of lost my swag. And, you know, as an athlete, you lose your confidence, yeah. you just start going downhill. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Rap. So it's I lost rap. my swag a little bit. And the simplest thing, his name is is Dupas. Shout out to Dupas. Oh, and shout out my little brother DeAndre. <laughs> uh, he walked up to me. I was in the weight room, and like you could tell, like my demeanor, we was doing something on the ground. And he put his hand out. He was like, "Get up, two four. You've been down before. Mm. Something so simple. You've been down before. Get up." Instantly, it like triggered, and I said, "I can't keep if I if I keep continuing to stay down here, I'm gonna stay down here. I got to get myself up. Get up. So." Get up. So shout out to all y'all who chose to get up this morning. To and, get to get up and, and, and do. And do it. Get Just up get and up. do it. No, you're right. Uh, I was um a couple couple years ago. about my kids two now. Mm-hmm. So about three years ago, I, I hit this like really depressing spot. And mm-hmm. I was one and that was another downfall of being the the high minister was mm-hmm. like I never got to experience depression, anxiety. Mm-hmm. I never did because I was always in the utopia of the Holy yeah, Ghost. Man. <laughs> <That> yeah. Man. <laughs> I put that lightly, but like so one I, I couldn't get this piano I wanted and I drove all me, my uncle and my cousins, we drove all the way to Mass, mm-hmm. all the way to Mass to meet this guy. So I can give him the eight hundred dollars to get this, this it, was, it was a steal. It, mm-hmm. it was a steal. So I got the cash. I'm ready. I'm like, dude, I'm here. I'm outside your house. Oh, I'm at work. I'm like, well, can you leave work to give me the piano? He's like, no, I can't do that. Can you come back another time? I'm like, dude, I'm from right. London County of Connecticut. Yeah. I just drove two hours to see you. And on the way back, I cried. I was mad. You know, mm-hmm. they tried to do everything to cheer me up. And I couldn't. And I literally came home and never forget. And I sat in, I sat in this exact room where <laughs> I went on my bed. Yeah. I started crying. Mm-hmm. Pitch black room. I had some like I don't know if it was Advil or something, mm-hmm. and for the first time ever, I contemplated suicide because mm. because I could not get the one thing that could take my vision to the next level. Mm. I thought that was it for me. So after that point, obviously I didn't do it. I don't have I don't have the cojones to do that. Yeah. So I I didn't do it, and but for like the next three months, I was just so down. Mm. I was like 
down, down, down. Mm-hmm. And it was so funny, coming back to the gym, one of my boys, he called me, was like, yo, man, you looking real skinny. Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't seen you in years, man. I used to always be the one with the eight-pack, da 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 I was like, yeah, man, right now. And I wasn't working at the time either. So mind mm-hmm. you, I'm in my room. My bank account's way right. negative. I'm like, right. like negative 200, guys. Yeah, like yeah. somewhere you don't want to be. Yeah. And I'm just in my room playing. I'm playing Advanced Warfare. And I'm like, man, I don't want to do nothing but play video games, hang out with my dog, and, mm-hmm. and do this. So then he called me. We started going to the gym. Never forget, first day, I felt so down. That was, like, the worst ever. I'm in the gym. I'm, like, I'm shaking and mm-hmm. stuff. I'm, like, man, this crap is hard, mm-hmm. man. It, I'm, I'm shaking on 20-pound weights. Yeah, yeah. I'm, like, dang, this is so hard. But then over time, as I kept picking myself up every day, and it's always important to have somebody who will pick you right, up when right. you don't feel like being picked right. up. Like you said, he told you to get up. Yeah, yeah. Boom. My, my boy, he, he triggered that thing in my head. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, like, I realized I will never mm-hmm. Go back to that. I will never allow myself to lay down mm-hmm. in a mess and mm-hmm. not get up. So, like you said, it, it's important that that you get up. Speaking of good, get up. I wanted I want to touch this because um this is a very sensitive topic, y'all. This is hoodie mm-hmm. talk. So you know we we have our sensitive moments and and hoodie talk is all about that 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 moment in life where mm-hmm. you feel down. You you recently just just um dealt with the passing of your sister. Yeah. And uh man, I first of all my condolences. I couldn't even imagine and right. one. One thing I love about it, though, is that Pastor Dev, he always reminds me of the story. Um, one day, he, he was having a really bad day, mm-hmm. a really bad day. Pastor Dev, I love you. Sorry for yeah, telling yeah. the story. But um, he is having a bad day, and, and uh, your sister called him. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard about this. Yeah, your yeah, sister called him. Yeah. And she was just like, Pastor, da-da-da-da-da, mm-hmm. the Lord told me this. Mm-hmm. Started reading the Bible verse, and started reading the Bible together. Then she prayed for him. Mm-hmm. And, but, a lot of, but what a lot of people don't know is that the pastor was at his lowest Low. moment. Right. So I think it's amazing that that she was such a such a vessel on mm-hmm. earth and that God was able to use her in the way that he did in the time that she was here. Um mm-hmm. so I just want to talk about like how 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 you battled with that with that moment in life. Man, so she's my best friend. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I like, couldn't even imagine like, that. It's tough, like tears, hold back the tears now mm-hmm. type of thing. But uh one thing, shout out to Pastor Dev again, man. Great mentor. Great. Awesome. Um, he, my uncle, I mean, love this man to death. And like mm. he, I'm grateful that he hears from God, but he got, he's been through so much. So he got a lot of wisdom to him. Yeah. And a little bit before she passed away, maybe like a year or so, mm. he told me, and my dad had told me a lot. A lot. My my dad was like, you know, I'm sure with you, like mm. you like the the glue to the family. Yeah. So something happens, they come running to you, whatever. Yeah, your phone's be. buzzing. Yeah. yeah. So like, <laughs> with her, no matter what, if we was a hospital visit, if she wasn't feeling good, it was call mom, call mom, call mom. So I would always run to her rescue mm-hmm. all the time. And Pastor Dev, my dad would say all the time, he's like, you can't be everybody's savior. And but Pastor Dev said, if you don't let her go, she can't get to Jesus. Like you're 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 taking that. You're in the way. And it was a hard pill to swallow because I'm like, God, you know what I mean? Like, she's crying. She's hurting. She's asking me. And I got to see and be like, nay, you'll be all right. Pray. Like, that's not what I'm about to do. You know what I mean? So it took a while. But when I did let that go, I'm like, all right, I got to let her go. She turned to Christ. When she turned to him, she's like, mine, I was going to, the little stuff, it would make me happy. Mine, I was going to call you, but I prayed and I felt better. Like, little stuff like that. So. When that day did come, worst day of our, my life, mm. um, obviously emotions going high, going crazy, going going nuts. Mm. But uh, it was it was knowing that she was with God that made me all okay. But mm-hmm. what pushed me was I had a dream and I shared it at her uh, 
I, I shared it at her I I at her memorial that. service. So, no, I was there, and um, in the dream, she had said she. What solidified the dream for me was she said it was her choice that she was all right. And when I seen her, she was beautiful. Not necessarily her face, but there was a radiance off of her, like a, like a glory. <laughs> the glow. It was, she was the most beautiful yeah. thing i ever seen. And um, she had told me something about my grandmother that I didn't know. Mm. And at first I was going to discard the dream because I'm like, that's not true. Mm. And then this woman came over to bring flowers that, that, that same morning and uh, she was just reminiscing about family. And she said the same thing about my grandma. She said she started out with most people don't know it's about Graham, but and she said the same thing my sister said. I said, whoa, <laughs> you know, what I mean, like it's it I was like, OK, yeah. I know everything else is now true. Mm. So the, the 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 toughest part was. Even now, it's it's you got to take your time with it. Yeah. You can't rush grief. You cannot yeah. rush it because. What ends up happening is, and shout out to Pastor Dev, what ends up happening is you move so much, you move so much, and then 10, 15 years later, it finally catches up to you. Smacks you. And then for the next 10 years, because you never dealt with it then, it mm. so like when I feel like I need to cry, I'm letting it, Let it, I'm letting it go. Like mm. I will sit there, I'll grab a picture, and I'll make a mess of it too. I will mm. start like just bawling my eyes out. I'll sit in my room. I don't really like to be around too much people, but like I just do it by myself. And I'll mm. talk and I'll get it all out. I'll come to myself. I'll like, all right, I'm good. You know what I mean? Then I'll start remembering all the good and, mm-hmm. and all the positive times. But what I do not, I don't deny myself that that connection of, because mm. grief is a connection too. You know what I mean? You lose wow. that, you lose that connection. It's almost like you lose that person in a sense, mm. for me at least. So like, I know I miss her every day. Mm-hmm. But I connect. It it hits me harder when them tears start dropping. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? When mm-hmm. that, when that, when I see that movie on TV and that joke we used to laugh about. You oh, know what wow. I mean? So like, and like I said, she's my best friend. So like, we got 150 million insiders. We got <laughs> 150 stories. So yeah. like, I can't do anything without seeing her. You know mm. what I mean? And and it's it's sometimes weird because I see her in my in my girl. Like my girl wow. will say something. That I ain't never heard nobody say but my sister. I'm like, yo, where did you? And I'll just sit there and you'll, she'll just like, what's wrong? I mean, she'll see like the eyes watering and I'm like, nothing. She was like, oh, okay. And she knows, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. so anybody else out there who's struggling with uh, grief, with whoever it is, do not rush it. You know mm. what I mean? And and take your time with it. And even if you like to go through by yourself, please don't. <laughs> like you will run your mind Dangerous. crazy. You know what it's I mean? Dangerous. So like. Have someone, you might not be a real social butterfly, but have at least one person you can you know, unload on. Like I got a couple, I got a couple people like, and they might not even be well versed with their words. You know what I mean? I'm not even looking for comfort. Just hear me. Mm. And I think that's a big thing. Like, yo, just, just listen to me. I don't need an answer. I don't need Jesus right now. Just mm. let me get this out. Mm. I say it. Be like, All right, bro. I'd be like, word, I appreciate you for listening to me. Wow. You know what I mean, and, and we move like that, but. I mean, you gotta keep moving too, man. The sun gonna yeah. shine again. The sun gonna shine. It's funny. You're, you're. I think I, I'm not. It's, it's now, Susan's your mom, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So she. We have this post on Facebook. We've been sharing with each other for mm-hmm. like eight years now. Yeah, it's been a long time. It's one day she just posted. I was on my way to school. I was on the bus. Uh, I'm on my way to teachers actually. Mm-hmm. And she said it's a hallelujah anyhow type of day. And I was yeah. Like, oh. 
Yeah, I yeah. Like, I like that. I was like, I was like, man, I was young too. I'm like, I like that because despite what was going on around mm-hmm. me, it's hallelujah, hallelujah anyhow, anyhow, bro. Anyhow, yeah. man. Hallelujah, so, anyhow. So, and and I, I brought that up because, believe it or not, there's been a lot of deaths in this county. You ain't lying, Jack. That's, some that are going very unspoken of, but there's been a lot of overdoses, mm-hmm. a, lot, a lot of suicides. I believe a young a young kid from NFA oh, wow. um, just committed suicide less than two weeks ago. Wow. So, like, it's it's there's been a lot going on around here in and nobody's talking about how we should properly deal with the grief of it. Mm-hmm. Because, it, like like you said, if, if I have someone pass away and I don't grieve properly, my grief can become a menace to society. Mm-hmm. Like that. Mm-hmm. I could turn to the streets. I, can, mm-hmm. I could want to go take somebody else yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, so, so I think what, what, what really needs to happen around here is, you know, counseling is good and everything. It, number four, number foremost, number one in all, in all things, turn to Christ. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, he he'll help you, man. He, he he, help. He, you may not be able to see him. You might not hear from him all the time. But like you said, in the dreams, yeah. Then the lady with the flower comes. Yeah. Then, then you see it in your girl, like yeah. He will show up. That's why it's so important. Even like I say, even if you guys don't believe in God, man, get in tune with your inner spirit, man, mm-hmm. because like the spirit knows, bro. Mm-hmm. Like spirit knows spirit. It mm-hmm. knows what you need. It mm-hmm. knows when you need it, how you need it. Absolutely. So like like you said, talking about that dream, that's powerful, man. <sighs> Man, I had some dreams, Jack. That's and it's funny because at at that funeral, I remember I was playing the keyboard that yep, day. I remember you. You came up to me at the end, mm-hmm. and that was actually the first time I think I think that's the first time we've ever like spoken, maybe at, at all, maybe. And and he was you were just like yo, what's good, blah blah blah. And he was like yo, just do it. Mm-hmm. And then and hearing it from you, I was like. Oh man, you yeah, know, like yeah. I said, I didn't like you back then. I, was like, oh, man, I ain't listen to this game, man. Yeah. And then slowly but surely, we started to build this connection. Now I'm like, oh my goodness, like mm-hmm. a man who just had something happen so so traumatic in his life, mm-hmm. reached down, not not even reached down, he reached up towards me because you you were probably lower than I was in life mm-hmm. then, and told me to get right. Yeah. But he's down here. It's all about that cameraman behind you. Yeah, man. It's yeah. all about it. But man, I I love it, man. So so do me one favor before we wrap up. Yeah. But what I like to do in hoodie talk is um just give us just just give us a practical tool that you use um in your day to day life. Something whether it's a slogan, or a motto, something that helps you to stay focused in life. <laughs> uh, shout out to my mom. Uh, she probably said the best thing to me growing up daily because <laughs> I was a wild boy. I was in. Tr- always in trouble you know what i mean always doing something just just moving too fast mm. and she told me like if i ever got in a situation and i would call her she, her answer would be figure it out mm. figure it so like that has been like a model for me like there's nothing that can't be figured out that's true you know what i'm saying so like I, it's, it's so simple it's not even like a, something that ground shaking you know what i mean but like yeah. if i'm at in new london i don't miss the bus I call her to come get me. She's not coming to get me. You got to find a way home. Figure it out. <laughs> and, like, that carried me when I was down south by myself. Mm. It carried me when I was in Florida by myself. Yeah. It carried me when I was sometimes at my lowest mm. at whatever that moment was because I've had plenty of them. Yo, figure it out. That's a good one. And that little bit, that little gem right there, it, it makes me it makes me realize there is there is an answer. Mm. Just find it. Just find it. Find it. So, like, no matter what you're going through, man, like, if you were down bad, figure it out. Knocking, you all right? You know knocking I mean? the door shall be open. Figure it out. Seek it, you shall find. Come on. Preach. <laughs> Preach. <laughs> like, just figure it out. You know, yeah. it's funny you say that because a lot of us just give up. we just like, okay. I ain't got no job. Okay. I don't know how to, how I'm going to make this bill me. You know, okay. Like, what? 
okay. Like they just like psh, throw it to the side. What? Back you on, know what I mean? Back on Instagram, I go. Nah, you gotta you gotta keep figure it out. Going and like, there's always a way. So like, I realize for your like you just said, a lot of people don't even want the answer. They just want to complain or they want That's someone it. to do it for them. Mm. So it's like, yo, nah, figure it out. Like, all right, this didn't work. What else is out there? Let me try this. That doesn't work. Oh, all right. Let me. I can't stop. The bill's not going nowhere. Uh, the heartache yeah. ain't going nowhere. This is gonna get worse. <laughs> I, either you either gonna drown. Mm. You gonna learn how to oh, swim. So you gonna learn how to swim. Yo, that's so powerful because it goes back to that cameraman effect. Like you couldn't get the perfect shot. Yeah. So now you got come off the camera for a minute. Yeah. Figure it out. Figure it Figure out. Figure it out, bro. Figure, Figure out why you couldn't get get that certain angle or, or that certain pixel. Yeah, there was a shadow in the way. There was this <laughs> happened. This came through. There was Figure it out. Wind. Yo, we gotta. All right, I've I've seen we doing a video shoot and you got a little light in this place, a little dark and like. We're doing shots that move. Yeah. So we got to like tape a broom to a light. Hold it up. Figure it out. Figure it out. Oh, figure it out. We like, we don't got the proper equipment yet. Oh, you wouldn't know the booty rig. I'd be doing Come it on. here. You going to figure it out. <laughs> you you know guys wouldn't even so, know half of what I do to, to get this stuff going. No, it, it's so true, man. Just take that time and, and really figure it out. I'm, I'm like, listen, like we said, you're only as good as the man. Mm-hmm behind you mm-hmm. and whether you need to cut that man off mm-hmm. or whether you need to pull that man into your to, into your inner inner circle a little bit more mm-hmm. like you're only as good as that person behind you and i know we're in that culture that cancel culture mm-hmm. that that soft culture yeah. right? oh, we don't need nobody i don't mm-hmm. need no man yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> i don't need my parent yeah. like i know listen y'all come off that man mm-hmm. come off that mentality and realize like yo you're only as good as the three closest people around mm-hmm. you man once i learned that i was like Oh my goodness! Like Michael Jordan was only as good as Scotty and on. Steve and, and all Come these on. other guys. You know, but to, to this day, he wouldn't be Michael Jordan without it. LeBron yeah. wouldn't be LeBron without Kyrie's or so Sogowskis. Like he wouldn't be LeBron without. I wouldn't say without AD. Yeah, <laughs> but like he wouldn't be LeBron without certain without his wife. He he might not without his wife. <laughs> they might be them, but they ain't gonna succeed. Not nearly as far. Jordan ain't win till Scotty came. <sighs> Braun went to eight finals. He only won when his players did what they were supposed to do. You know what I mean? You 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 might be able to get a little far by yourself, but you gonna need you to, gonna to need get to over help. that hump. You need help. You need help. And you, you said a powerful thing. You said the closest three people around you. I believe that because you pick up their habits <sighs> and 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 is everything they do. You do. They say I'm not now. Forgive me if this statistic a little off, but they say if you take the ten closest people around you. And find the average of the income, you are within ten thousand more or less than that. So you wanna level up, add to your circle. Add you wanna be around you wanna be a millionaire, add millionaires. You wanna be a thousandaire, add thousand. You know what I'm saying? So wow. Because they got the game. Whatever they're doing is working. It's all about influence. All, all about the Come influence. On. Listen, we got to get off this podcast. because yeah. I can already tell. We'll talk all day. Yeah, yeah. Hoodie Talk family. Man, Ahmad, it was a pleasure having you, Ahmad. Here, Thank I'm you for coming. Finally, Finally, man. After Finally. a month of trying, we do it. We it. Man, listen, Ahmad's going to be back real soon, guys. Yes, if you guys enjoyed it, like, share, comment, do whatever you can. Ahmad, find him on Facebook, on Instagram. Yes, Shout sir. out your business. Oh, uh, New You Pressure Washing. Uh, GMR and Water Walker Productions. There we go. Y'all know the information now. Call them up. You need your house power wash? Come on. Get it together, man. Get a video shot. Hit me. Hit them. Hit us. Hit Hit everybody, man. Hey, I love y'all. Have a great week. See y'all later.